0: Welcome, everyone, to 451 Degrees, the anti-censorship podcast on the Unsafe Space Network. Uh, Don't forget, Book Club is this Sunday at 9 a.m., so August 14th. We're doing Fossil Future by Alex Epstein. If you have read the novel and you would like to be part of the live stream, please email us so that you can be part of the live stream. We would really appreciate having some more voices on Book Club. All right, so your censorship quote for this episode is, For books are not absolutely dead things, but do contain a potency of life in them to be as active as that soul was whose progeny they are. Nay, they do preserve as in a vial the purest efficacy and extraction of that living intellect that bred them. So tell me who said that in the comments below. Last episode's quote is by Henry Louis Gates Jr., so we have some banned friends uh, and former guests. James Lindsay ha- had experienced a 12-hour suspension on Twitter for using his favorite quote, tweet, retort, OK, groomer. Uh, and then a permanent band, uh, ban on Twitter for saying, OK, child sexualization specialist. Uh, Alejandra Caraballo took credit for the ban, having reported a huge chunk of his tweets. L, a.k.a. some bitch I know who you've probably seen on Narrative Dissonance a few times, had her Twitch taken down for violating their community terms off Twitch, which is Twitch is one of the only platforms I've ever heard of um, punishing people for what they do off their platform. Uh, and it feels pretty shitty to do that to people, and they, um, they've been doing that for a while. It's been something that's gone on for a few years. So when I found out that that's why she got kicked off of Twitch, I was completely unsurprised. So um, just we're probably going to talk about that at some point uh, on the channel because obviously we've worked with Elle quite often. Uh, so the past two weeks in censorship, Dr. Ron Paul is moving Liberty Report to rumble and off YouTube after he experienced way too much censorship on the Google video platform, including deleting the Liberty Report channel last year without any warning, stripes, or justification, which they later reversed. But obviously, Paul is going to have better luck on Rumble, as a lot of people have. Facebook has hired CIA operatives to handle their information. They don't like censorship. Which is concerning since the CIA is not allowed to operate in the US and has a track record of violating the law and political propaganda production. That's kind of terrifying. Uh, Denmark has completely banned Google software, including Chromebooks, in their schools over privacy concerns, which seems completely justified, despite what Google says to the contrary. YouTube has launched a new censorship topic uh, abortion information they don't like, but the focus claims to be about unsafe at home abortions. Well, I suspect this will be an excuse to ban pro-life videos or people dispelling the idea that miscarriages, treatment of the same, and at topic pregnancies are not abortion. That's just my two cents on what it's probably going to be used for. Minister of Injustice, I mean Justice, Helen McEntee, is drafting legislation to loosen prosecution requirements for speech online? She doesn't like because giving the government the ability to decide what speech is prison worthy isn't a recipe for the di- disaster. Yeah, totally. Former White House COVID response coordinator Dr. Deborah Birx claims she always knew that the certain that certain shots were not effective but that the little guy was banned from saying so on Big Tech as a reminder that there are a different set of rules, you know, given who you are, what you're allowed to say. Florida House of Representatives member Anna Eskamani has violated her oath to the First Amendment by asking that Shopify ban libs of TikTok, which you'll remember I showed there were Supreme Court cases to say this is a violation of the First Amendment in my last episode. Discovery has started for the big tech and federal government collusion into censoring information about around COVID-19 information that Fauci and the Biden administration didn't like. And I am gleeful. The subpoenas include Fauci, NIAID, Easterly, CISA, the CDC, DHS, HHS, Jean-Pierre, Jenkowitz, Murphy, Meta, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. May the odds be ever in our favor in a similar vein america first legal was able to prove collusion between u.s authorities and facebook twitter and google which showed the cdc telling platforms what to censor so already it's been proven outside of a court of law but it's probably going to get proven in a court of law AP has told writers they have a new list of no-no words in relation to gender ideology because institutions are really big fans of newspeak these days. The WHO is asking big tech to help them censor information around monkeypox information they don't like. Probably around the idea that having too much sex is bad for you when there is a disease out there that spreads through physical contact. Allison Bailey has won her discrimination case against her employer, Garden Court Chambers, after GCC fired her when Stonewall complained to them about her anti gender ideology social media posts. And Simon Isherwood won his case against his employer, West Midland Trains, for firing him for his negative comments on diversity training on a hot mic. You'll love to see it. Twitter suspensions over COVID-19 information they don't like is up 70% right now because Twitter is hoping to get their bot to human ratio even better to make must find the platform more unlikable, uh, less attractive to a purchase. I'm not sure what's going on there. Twitter also suspended gays against groomers, the, the gays against groomers account right before they were going to do some scheduled spaces and really talk to the public. Instagram and Facebook don't like any of us calling out the redefining of the word recession, but they can shut the fuck up. And Wikipedia has been accused of editing the use of the term, which means stop using them if you still do. Twitter was uh, preventing the Epoch Times from sharing any links on Twitter, but has since reversed this block. Also in Discovery, my favorite game show, is the rumble lawsuit against Google. So that's also progressing. Nice. Facebook shut down a group wherein members were talking about attacking people. Fictional people. Because we can't even talk about killing fake people. I I don't know what their thought process was here. Microsoft has released an update to Minecraft, one of the best selling video games of all time. That includes a chat reporting system because that's what this world needs, more snitches in the gaming community. This is why you might see the Save Minecraft uh, hashtag on Twitter right now. China has taken censorship to a new level and is now deleting books before they're even published. Time to find an old typewriter and cobble together a printing press, I guess. Trump's lawsuit against YouTube is alive and kicking. Has not been moved further along, but hasn't been dismissed. Speaking of YouTube and Trump, N-E-L-K boys member Steve Will Do It had his channel with 4 million subscribers taken down without it being clear which of his videos was at fault for pissing YouTube off. But bear in mind, NELK boys interviewed Trump. So this might be an ideological attack. You know, just maybe. Soros apologists like Randy Weingarten continue to use anti-Semitism as an argument feint in light of DeSantis firing Soros back DA, but we are all smart enough to know that Soros being Jewish has little to do with his attempts to push soft on-crime DAs and it's not gonna shut us up. New documents confirm the CDC worked with big tech to censor any info about COVID-19 they didn't like. And in other news that we already knew, water is wet. And I just realized I repeated that piece of information. Sorry about that. Facebook censored an economist for using the non-newspeak definition of recession, which is 100% in line with what Facebook has already done in the past, and confirms what I said earlier, that they were going after people who were doing it. Although now they they literally went after a so-called expert. Uh, I'm not a big fan of credentialism, but it seems so um, ridiculous that anyone who disagrees, even if they have a credential is being censored here. That's what a big chunk of the lawsuits um, plaintiffs in the big tech collusion case are, they're doctors who've been tipped off platforms. MRC-TV has been banned from TikTok without explanation because, as I keep saying, they leave things vague by design to protect themselves from liability. The U.S. Treasury Department has banned the crypto service Tornado Cash, which is probably going to set off a game of WACA Crypto Service. And many are considering this a violation of the First Amendment since code is protected by the First Amendment after the 1995 Bernstein United States. And how you spend your money is also considered protected by the by the First Amendment. I'm looking very stern tonight. <laughs> uh, Cooney, which I always, in my head, read as something else I had to fight to say the right word, uh, has self-censored an article about a student of theirs who worked on the Johnny Depp legal team and apologized to the students who decided to whine about reality, because why not? But that's enough news, unless you guys have any questions. Uh, do Whatever George Soros says, or you're a Nazi, says Caleb Beers. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> so the main topic of the night. Let's, let's talk about that. Who's watching us? We know that the platforms upon which we write and speak are watching us. Originally, it seemed like they were watching us to create more targeted ad profiles. Now, we know that was a Trojan horse. YouTube has speech speech recognition, and I just garbled my speech, not on purpose to fool it, but it probably did fool it for a moment, reads the text in our tags, descriptions, titles, thumbnails, uh, video file names, by the way. We as creators never know which words will be enough to demonetize a video until it already happens and we learn from, or we learn from others. But it isn't just about ad appropriateness. They also will come after us for copyright, an issue Token Minority Report runs into often. The issue with that is a two-hour video will be ineligible for a five-minute clip. Originally, the copyright system was supposed to prevent whole episodes and movies from being uploaded. However, something like our last TMR being declared ineligible for a clip from Star Trek The Next Generation, which I played, (laughs) disregards copyright law in the US. Both Beverly and I are in the US, unsafe space is registered in the US. YouTube is a US company, CBS, who claimed it, is a US-based corporation. By all rights, US copyright law should be the only one that that applies, and as such, fair use should apply. And if YouTube gives the money from that live stream to CBS, they are stealing from unsafe space, but fair use is not being applied. All these systems can be used to impact people's income through platforms, cut them off from friends, family, and professional contacts, and maybe even arrest them. So of course it just gets worse. All big tech platforms have a way of looking through your posts, both with automation and with human moderation. They have ways of tracking all of this as well and executive level employees at these platforms don't just have connections with our governments sometimes they just are one in the same former google executive camille stewart goster is the latest big tech big government crossover in the world's worst tv show marriage going on to become the Deputy National Cyber Director at the Office of the National Cyber Director. But wait, there's more. Before she was at Google, Gloucester was a policy advisor in the DHS during the Obama administration. Do we think that these execs and officials have any kind of separation of mindset between the private and the public sector as they play jump rope with the line? I certainly don't believe it. I also don't believe that they don't let go of former knowledge or techniques they learn from either sector, nor do I think they forget their co-workers and their habit of working together as they keep one foot in each sector. What did Grouster do at Google? She was once the head of security policy and election in, election integrity for Google Play and Android. Why does a private company even have someone involved in election integrity? Do they drive people to voting booths or get the word out to register to vote as a main service? No, they manage a smartphone OS, create an app ecosystem, a search engine, an ad platform, and a video platform. None of that has anything to do with elections or their integrity. But I digress. The point being that this collusion is obvious to anyone with a brain, especially with people in the government like Eric Swalwell seeing no problem with all of your phone's content being up for grabs by Google and Apple. With the Trojan horse excuse, of protecting you from the vicious man, I mean, bad actors that would take advantage of a truly free app platform. FBI Director Christopher Wray wants big tech to censor content as well. All this means that not only are people in big tech watching what you say and write, but so are governments. What should scare you more is that Gloucester is a fan of social credit scores dressed up in marketing language like community-based point systems. But the government would never use what you say to interfere with your rights, right? Wrong. We already know that governments are doing this and that the U.S. government wants to do it as well. In fact, New York State will now check your social media before you're approved for a permit to access your Second Amendment rights. But, isn't, but it isn't just technological sur- surveillance by big tech that may be reporting people to governments for punishment. It's also the mob. There are people who make a life out of looking for speech they hate to report to platforms, our employers, and governments. They feed off turning people in, and there will always be a segment of the population that loves this. They existed in Nazi Germany. They existed in the Soviet union and they exist in our current democratic nations as well. We cannot guard against these people tattling on us. They will follow us to other platforms. However, we can, through our own activism, push policy in both private and public sectors that would mitigate their damage. They are not the real problem. The real problem is platforms, employers, and governments relying on them as informants so as to punish us. YouTube is censoring videos at the behest of the Saudi government, which is bad enough, but government's use of surveilling our online content creation and speech through big tech collusion or mob reporting can go, can only go one way, the use of force by the state to control speech. UK police visited Kelly J. King, women's rights activist and YouTuber, for being untoward about pedophiles in a video about Marjorie Taylor Greene, wherein she agreed with the congresswoman about making it illegal to have children in attendance at drag shows. The police recorded it as a hate crime against whom, though? Pedophiles? The reality is that in... Institutions like the UK law enforcement and policymakers are confounding pedophilia and homosexuality in a way that is damaging to homosexual individuals' uh, societal acceptance and, even more frightening, endangering children by creating social and authoritative cover for pedophiles. The police have backtracked on this case after an uproar. UK veteran Harry Miller was arrested for posting the LGBTQ plus swastika on facebook and his punishment was re-education courses of course uh just like in soviet russia and that was not the first time the police came to miller's home it wasn't even the second in fact it wasn't even the third good news though the uk court reversed this punishment after extreme backlash and chief constable of greater manchester stephen watson has stated that these kinds of instances are a waste of police time because they are. The UK police have announced an end to their re-education as punishment. Neither of these instances are in the US where most of our viewers are. But don't think for a moment that the US federal government doesn't want this here and that they don't want us snitching on each other and using big tech surveillance to come after us. And big tech would definitely do it for them. Believe them when they say they want censorship. And when they start listing symbols as signs that your opinions are dangerous enough to make the FBI look at you, you can see Carter go over that a little bit uh, of fun in yesterday's narrative dissonance. We are already limiting our speech in the private sector in the US to prevent punishment by the private sector. The more collusion between our federal government and big tech there is, the worse it is going to get. The point is all of us in nations claiming to be supportive of freedom and free speech are having our most common mode of expression monitored on the places we are most likely to be able to make money or gain notoriety. We know we're being monitored. We know some of the things we're not allowed to say, but not all of them. We know some of the possible punishments, but not all of them. Nor are we always informed when we are being punished, such as shadow banning. As such, to survive, to be able to talk to some people about these subjects, we police our our own speech so that they don't have to. Maybe we find new ways of saying something. We speak in hypotheticals and metaphors about real subjects when we shouldn't really have to. We worry about our jobs, our livelihoods, our access to daily life and our freedom because some faceless person or algorithm is going to chip away at us based on what we say and how we say it. We become covertly aggressive or we risk everything. Most of us do not have fuck you money or fuck you followings like Jordan Peterson. For every big target taken down on a platform, there are way more people who are much smaller that are being cut off from their online communities losing their jobs and having their freedoms threatened most of us are struggling financially in this time of extreme money printing we do not have free speech even in the usa nothing is free that doesn't allow for choices authority might not like but what we can but what can we do about this we can try to decentralize the internet build up alternative platforms like odyssey avoid cameras owned by Google and Amazon in our homes, create a plural economy, rely on each other to extricate ourselves from some of the power they have over us. This is how we fight for free speech on the private sector. In both the instances I went over in the UK of the government using force against a citizen for speech in a country without the first amendment, we saw that the the voice of the public was listened to which means we can't let up when any government gets grabby with our First Amendment rights. They'll keep trying, and we have to keep pushing back. We can also support something like the new Civil Liberties Alliance, which is part of the lawsuit against big tech and big government censorship collusion. We have to watch the watchmen because we can't trust them to stay in line. And of course, you can keep listening to me talk (laughs) and let you know about this stuff. Buy my novels so I can buy my novels so I can do more shows and support our other shows. But before I close everything out, I'm gonna look at what you guys have to say <laughs> because I was kind of on a roll there and let you guys just talk.
1: <laughs>
0: Cyber director sounds harmless. Yes, it it sounds terrible, doesn't? Uh, I will agree with that, JB, that an ad platform is election related. However, the government is not allowed to tell anyone what ads they can and cannot run. So that because that's freedom of speech again. Uh, when did I go back to school, says Marshmallow Minion. Sorry, I know. I used to be in a college instructor, so <laughs> that's why... Um, Some of that sounds like that. All three choices are one and the same, says Klaus Schwab's hubris uh, on my poll. Now, about the poll, uh, I do believe they're all related. And I believe that there is a decent argument to be made for any of the three to be the number one threat to our freedom of speech. Uh, Because it's definitely a possible, like every single one of those is, is a is a good choice and has some serious problems. Uh, federal government they uh, have they have basically the only, the the most uh, control of the use of force. Big tech is involved in almost everything we do, including how we spend our money. And the mob is about a societal issue of them uh, pushing. This idea of snitching on everyone. So yeah, I can see all three of those are very, very closely linked, and they feed into each other. And all three of them are extremely dangerous. What stops Odyssey being bought up by Google, though? I guess it depends on whether or not the person or people who own Odyssey have principles. That's really what it's down to. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Klaus Schwab's humor. So Lots of people have nothing to lose. Much more dangerous than FU money. That's actually kind of true. I would say that someone who has nothing to lose is dangerous uh, in many forms of being dangerous. So that's not a, um, I, I wouldn't say that's not a legitimate point. All right. So um, let me go over our shows for the week. Tomorrow uh, at 9 a.m., we have Rebel Civics. It is live, and he is talking about the assault weapons ban bill that just came out. Uh, Dangerous thoughts may or may not be happening. I'm not sure about that one. Tucker Minority Report is on Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, We are covering Nope and Prey, two movies that recently came out. And I'm going to end the poll and see what the results were. we're looking at 50% on the government and 33% for big tech, 16% for the faceless mom. Uh, I'm actually not that surprised by those results. <laughs> uh, and then finally, if you could like share subscribe, I would really appreciate it. Uh, it helps us be able to do more shows like this and, uh, That is everything for the day. So I will see you guys. Wait, (laughs) you went with big tech in the end, Beverly? All right. (laughs) Uh, I will see you guys next time.
1: Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe space,
0: check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay
1: to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate.
0: You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there.
1: Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production is known by the state of California to cause unregulated ideation that may be harmful to bureaucrats. Association with the following individuals, or tacos, is strictly prohibited. Apropos of nothing. I was just wondering how would you feel about another pandemic? Your president is in full control of his mental faculties. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't think about it, I mean, that's not your job.